Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1265, air date July 17th, 2023. Uh, go ahead. Yep. Recording in progress. All right, folks, welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. I am joined with Dr. Shiva, man, a lot, a, a very anticipated uh, guest for a lot of my audience. You know, they've all been wanting to hear from you. You have a very different outlook. Sometimes I say you give the black pill <laughs> to people, but it's necessary. It's what it is. You know, you see it very realistic, the, uh, the problems that we're facing in this, in this, in America, in this entire planet. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say welcome. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Shiva. Uh, and uh, I hear you're running for president. Yeah, and it's a very, very important presidential campaign, you know, because what's happened over the last, probably the last 70 years, is people have been given Tweedledee and Tweedledum, you know, meaning the left or the right, Republican or Democrat. That's sort of two choices. But also what's happened, we'll talk about it more over the last, um, particularly last 60 years, those in power have become very, very innovative and they've created what I call the NSOE, if you want to remember it that way, the not-so-obvious establishment. And in summary, that's represented in the campaign in 2024 by Donald Trump and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Because they need to hook people back into the establishment. Um, the efforts that many people, you know, hundreds of millions of people know across the world in, you know, in 2020 in my life's work has really been to teach people about to move beyond the left and the right. And, you know, in 2020, if you remember, it was my work in the campaign for Truth, Freedom and Health, which exposed Fauci first. We're the ones who ran the fire Fauci campaign when Robert Kennedy was promoting lockdowns. And everyone we don't we want to basically awaken people. Stop having amnesia when these scumbags do this because that's what they want you to have. Trump was all behind the lockdowns. Trump was never fired Fauci. We also want to remind people very few of the MAGA cult people know this. 12 hours before Trump left the White House on January 19th, he gave Fauci a big award, a commendation award, okay, for Operation Warp Speed. So we want to remember it's obvious Biden is a fool. It's obvious the Bushes are fools and the Clintons. And that's the obvious establishment. We're way beyond that. Um, so that's what I want to focus on. But getting back, you know, I want to share to sort of set this straight, you know, from a very simple standpoint, I want to share one couple of graphs, because it really sets the tone. And no other presidential campaign wants to talk about this, because all of these guys, when you rip open the hood, Robert Kennedy's a big climate scam stuff. By the way, Robert Kennedy, I think he has got like 10 tongues. He's like a serpent. He talks in every different one day. He's for Ukraine. One day he says this one day he's pro vaccine. Other day. So you can't trust this guy at all. But the Kennedys, you have to remember the masters of public relations. They have the ability to take Charles Manson and make him look like Jesus Christ. You know, I haven't, you know, I've been looking into RFK a little bit. I, I feel like he's, you know, from my interpretation of him, I felt like, and, and you could say I'm duped, whatever. Uh, I thought he was kind of a exposing the left for what it is because his his take on vaccines. But um, I don't even give him really a chance in the Democratic Party. But you're saying, contrary to my belief, you're saying that he actually has a chance. And they could be using him as a Trojan horse. Well, they're used. So, so, so. Um, let, let let me share this graph, and I'll, I'll if everyone in this conversation, I'm going to share. Look, um, if you study like car mechanics, if you study to be a plumber, if you study to be an electrician, if you study to be a nuclear physicist, in any one of these fields, 
there's typically one core principle. Once you understand that, everything else becomes real, right? In physics, for example, you have to understand force equals mass times acceleration. Once you understand that, if you really get that, then physics is easy. Uh, if you study plumbing, the, uh, the real goal is to understand flow, okay? If you study uh, as an electrician, you got to understand the relationship between, you know, volts is equal to um, current times resistance, V equals IR, okay? One, but a lot of people don't understand these concepts. They sort of flail around. The core concept that we want to understand very, very succinctly is that since the late 1800s and 1900s, throughout the world, working people like you and I and other people actually work for a living, earned everything we have. And, you know, you were just telling me you got to take care of your parents, right? I've had to take care of my parents. I've had to, I have to run my businesses. There's no Messiah coming to help me. If I don't take care of my stuff, it's gone. All these other people, Trump, they have golden toilets, right? Kennedy's got all these people working from there. They're not one of us. People need to understand this. They don't give a damn about us. So in the late 1800s and 1900s, we as people started giving a damn about us. And we built these very powerful, militant, bottoms up, powerful movements. In fact, in the late 1800s, four American workers were hanged in Chicago for fighting for the eight hour workday. This has been wiped out of American history. In honoring those four workers throughout the world, the entire working class movement commemorated that day, May 1st, as International Workers' Day. It wasn't a communist holiday. That's what the right wing and the left wing made it. So all over the world, May 1st is International Workers' Day, but it, no one knows about it in America. You have to ask, but it was to commemorate these four workers. Why? Because those four workers, starting in 1886, till like the 1930s, it built this amazing bottoms up movement, you know, and that bottoms up movement is what defined why people wanted to emigrate to America because the American, because there were close to 11,000 strikes, hundreds of millions of people would take to the streets to defend their rights as working people. And they made massive victories. They got rid of child labor. They made sure we had clean water, clean air, clean food, right? public education, all this great stuff occurred during that period. And because of those independent movements, which the Democrats didn't give a damn about or the Republicans were afraid of, both of them, as the American economy grew during 1900 to 1970, everyone's wages grew, whether you were in the first income quartile, second, third, or fourth. So as the GDP grew, everyone's wages grew. So that's a central. And so the elites have been very, very afraid, scared shitless about a bottoms up movement because they know what happens when that happened. We get what we want for us, not some fool coming and telling us, you know, one day saying lock her up or, you know. Right. So what, so what you're saying is basically they're aware of this. They're scared of this. And what they're doing is infiltrating the movements on both sides to make it their own and take the narrative and, and prepackage it and sell it back. Well, well the they don't have a movement. The only movement they have is basically to make sure people vote for Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Right, and, right. Right. But what I mean, like, it's kind of like the, like what I've always said, the Great Awakening, they've intercepted that and created the woke movement. Out of right. And, and, and so there's conservative wokes, you know, all these conservatives who talk a good game, but they virtue signal from the conservative side. Yet they'll go support people, murder people and or philanderers with their wives. Right. That's evangelical right wing Christian. It doesn't make any sense. And then you have the woke on the left. But fundamentally, 1950. It was a guy called McCarthy, Eugene McCarthy, who, who basically branded all these bottoms up movements 
as communist. Okay, mm. so they scared people. Oh, you're going to be a communist if you ever fight for your rights. And then they had all these unions. There were good unions, true organic unions, like not not genetically engineered unions, right? But organic unions. The Democrats, like the Bernie Sanders types, took over them. So by 1970, the workers' movement was completely controlled. So if you contrast what occurred between 1900 to 1970, the explosive growth of the American economy, everyone everyone did well, right? 1970 till today, we have two American pies. Even though the GDP has grown, the first and in income quartile of working people's wages have shrunk. So wealth was transferred from working people towards the extremely wealthy. In fact, $47 trillion, and that was calculated in a RAND, very interesting analytical report that came out three years ago. And no one talks about this. So now we have two American pies, one for the Elon Musks and the Donald Trumps and the Kennedys, because remember, during the pandemic, when both Donald Trump and Kennedy promoted lockdowns, 600 billionaires increased their wealth by 2.3 trillion. Mm -hmm. so, let's, so that's what we wanna understand, like that's the physics. And when you understand the physics, you recognize they do not want a guy like me, people like you, opening their vision to this and saying, oh, we got to build a bottoms up movement. These guys aren't going to do shit for us. So they have to constantly manipulate people to thinking, oh, vote for Donald Trump. He's going to help you. Or vote for Kennedy. Vote for DeSantis. Don't, yeah. don't you think right now we're on the brink of that? We're like right now we're starting to see a lot of grass movements. But what you're saying is you can see it as plain as day that they're getting intercepted. So like right now, people want change. People want a difference right now. There's exactly. No like now. Exactly. But and you're seeing it. You're starting to see it from a bird's eye view saying, ah, not so fast. I see RFK coming on the left. I see yeah. Trump on the right. And they're saying they're mouthing because what they learned after 1950s, they never want a Nino. OK, Rodriguez in his local community, understanding these principles and organizing, becoming leader. They surely don't want me because we exposed all this in 2020. They said, holy shit, this guy knows what we're up to and he will never betray his people where he came from. So you're saying Trump and Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, Kennedy are the representatives is, of the not so the same that they're just the one side of the wing of the same. Yes, uh, but they're the not. The same bird. Yeah. So they so basically what the elites are doing and when I did my swarm video, right, the elites are not like some race of people. They're not. They're like sort of spread out, right? They're like those swarm of birds. They're everywhere. So why is it? Why is the media so terrified of Trump? Why is the media not even covering Kennedy? That, that's not you true. Saying that's, that's, that's not true. He look well, at you're right. You know what? It's absolutely it's bullshit, right? L look yeah. at the people they do not cover is me, because I'm one of you. I'm one of us. Look, I'll give you the actual numbers. There. So if you take Twitter as a media platform. You will go look at my tweets in 2020 or before. I would do a tweet and, you know, would get 40,000 retweets, 40,000 retweets. And the old Twitter, consider them a media company, was just a fascist company. They just didn't want you talking about certain topics and they threw you off. The new media company under Elon Musk, another scumbag who's been promoted as a fighter for free speech, was brought in by the Silicon Valley guys because they said, holy shit, these guys are like too fascist. We got to give her a different face old, you know, new wine, old bottle. I mean, new, new bottle, old wine, same wine. Okay. That's what Elon Musk is. So when I got back on Twitter after two years of being thrown out, why was I thrown out? Because I was a guy who exposed the fact that the government has a backdoor portal into Twitter. That was our historic lawsuit. We were the ones who got the federal injunction long. 
and all of the grifters, including fucker Carlson and all these people hit us purposely because I'm independent. They didn't want to give me the limelight, the credit for discovering all that. So when I get back on Twitter on December 2022, I did a tweet, you know, and that tweet was was very sort of funny. And I said, hey, Elon or dear Elon, I will be your Twitter CEO, given I'm a real fighter for free speech. I know technology. I'm the inventor of email. And that tweet went viral, man. It got wow. like 20 million views. Wow. OK. And you can go look at it. It's right in the thread. Now, I know that Elon Musk is full of shit, that I know the Silicon Valley guys brought him in. And what he's doing now is putting people in digital cages. So he puts you on. Oh, I, I put Shiva on. See, I'm, I'm for free speech. But if you critique him and you're not part of the clan, the club of you're put into a cage. So I'll give you an example. After that tweet, I started criticizing Elon Musk. I said, Elon, the government's backdoor censorship portal exists. Here's all the court documents. We discovered it. Are you going to take it down? Silence, silence. And what I started noticing was my impressions, which you, it's, it's all documented. Don't even mess with the algorithm. It went from 500,000 views per day down to 300,000, down to 20,000, now to 5,000 views per day. Wow. It's wow. like, so the more I exposed him and all the conservative grifters who are his lapdogs, he boosts them. You see, it's a banana republic. So it's much more, it's like apartheid South Africa. So they give you, oh, we're free country, but you stay over here and you get put in a cage. It's more sophisticated censorship. So they throttled you down. He just throttled. Yeah, because of the content. Okay. And remember, it was my lawsuit in 2020 here in Massachusetts in federal court. I was on a cross examined and I discovered the backdoor portal. Right. We sent everything to fucker Carlson. He did nothing. He sat on it, he waited two years. I mean, look at all of Tucker Carlson's family, the Swanson family, deep connections to the intelligence community. So what's happened now is they know there's a, there's a rising of mass consciousness. And every time this occurs, you know, they always create the not so obvious establishment. So let me give you, when I was 17 years old, this is when I figured all this out. I don't know how old you are, but you may remember a guy called Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan in 1984 was running. He was on the Republican side. Against Mondale, right? Exactly. 1984. How old are you? 45. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Mondale and Reagan. Okay. I was 17. Okay. Now, um, Reagan had this emerging teep. So remember, if you think about the establishment as a big vulture, okay, the head of the vulture is the people who run everything. If you want to think about it this way, right. the shoulders are the obvious left and right versions. OK, so they have the, the Reagans here or the, the Bushes here. Right. On, on, and today, you know, at that time they had Mondale. Today we had the Clintons and the Obamas. Everyone says, oh, these people are scumbags. We know who they are. However, this vulture cannot fly without the wings. So they, the wings are the not so obvious version of them. So they had the Tea Party wing of the right or the right. OK. And then they had uh, and at that time. The left really didn't have a left wing. So they had this guy, Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson was creating the rainbow movement. And he was out there where, you know, we got to help the people talking the same lingo as, you know, I'm fighting for you. Come together, you know, blah, blah, blah. And if you were an idealist who was a young kid, you said, wow, he's, he's anti-establishment, right? And what he did was he built this, quote, unquote, movement. But like a shepherd, he brought the sheep 
right into the wing, the shoulder of the Democratic Party. On the floor of the Democratic Convention, you know, here he, all these people are like, wow, Jesse, Jesse's building an independent movement. And what does he do? He, he does a sorry ass speech. He goes, we must come together against the lesser of two evils, all this shit. And he gives all of his votes to Mondale, all of his delegates. Okay. And he got a private plane, as I understand, for this. this so he is, was used to he, siphon the votes. No, he was paid off. Okay. Paid off. I mean, right. But, but, I mean, essentially, right. But, but you he see, he's him to give the votes to Mondale. But he talked all the crap. And that's what I'm t the, the technologies. They have these people talk the crap. And then you had Bernie Sanders who did that in 2016. I had a friend of mine, a very smart. And, with, and maybe even unwittingly being used, correct? No, paid money. You think they, you think they know oh, yeah, yeah, paid? yeah, yeah. They're, remember, they're, they're all swamp creatures, swarm creatures. They all go to the same restaurants. They're all part of you and I are part of that club. And I've had I've been in that world. And I walked away from it. So I what, would, what would the role of DeSantis and Pence be right now if Trump's going to be the ultimate nominee? Yeah, so let's talk about that. So what's first of all, everyone should extricate out of their mind. Trump is not some guy who's anti-establishment, okay? that. So let, let, let me just walk you through this. So remember, um, so then they brought in Obama, right? Because when Obama, by the time Obama came in, you had the two Iraq, multiple Iraq wars, People had figured out Bush was full of stuff. You had the 9-11 stuff take place. So the working people in this country were, again, awakening. They were really pissed off. So what? every time working people start to awaken and start to break, they bring the great black hope or the white hope. In fact, Obama was called a savior, hope. A savior. Yeah, so they bring in Obama, manufactured. Out of nowhere, a one-term senator overnight is promoted. And if you look at the data, 55% of Trumpers, okay, um, 55% of Trumpers voted for Obama. Okay? Interesting. All right? So they created, because it, remember, what's their goal is to make sure no bottoms-up movement comes up. Let's go back to first principles. Can I just bring, a, yep. bring in a point here? You know, I've always said, and I've said this to my audience, too, I'm watching this very closely. I, everyone knows I'm a Trump supporter, you know, and I'm, I'll openly admit that. But here's what I, I've always said is as this pendulum goes left, okay, as it goes far, far left like it is right now, they're getting ready for this to go whoosh, whoosh, right to the right, far right. And that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about it goes so far right that, um, you know, let's say there are arrests happening, the things like that happening, but it goes so far right that we have military in the streets, checkpoints. I don't think they're going to, they're going to, they're not going to, they don't need to do that. You know, it's a lot more. Or they can use the immigrants as an excuse to get na these ideas. They're not going to do it. All this conspiracy, it's, it's already happened. Look what already has happened. Okay. But before I go there, but please understand the goal. The principle is they do not want a bottoms up independent movement of one of us or you or me or others. But coming. They're going to use the Trump movement as that. Well, so if you go back after Obama, they used Obama was the Trojan horse who kept people in abeyance. Oh, my God, Obama's going to fight Wall Street, blah, blah, blah. But what did he do in 2008? He delivered to Wall Street what they wanted. They should have all failed all those banks. They had that midnight meeting at the White House and he bailed them out. Obama printed $8 trillion in one, two terms. So now working people are, fuck this. They're totally done. So then if you believe elections are selections, look, I'm the one who did all the election stuff. I'm like the election ex expert in the United States. Elections are selections. So if you take off your Trump or Bernie or whatever Biden hat, put it away and just follow rationally. If elections are selections, how did Trump get elected? 
So if you follow the logic, it's not like, oh, well, he got lots more votes. No, he was selected. Why? I heard he, I heard he broke the system. I heard he broke the Bullshit. algorithm. I heard Bullshit. he broke all the blood. You know, more. I heard Hillary that's cheated. That, she, that's all nonsense. She, because big enough. No, because Hillary actually knew she was cheated, people have said, and she didn't file the lawsuits. It's a whole other story. But the bottom line is just follow it through. If elections are selections, why and how did Trump get elected? I'll tell you why. Because Obama was a front man for two terms. The white and black working class are done with him. Okay. So they needed to corral back in the white working class back in. So they create this guy called Trump, who, by the way, wanted to be in Hollywood very close friends. He was a Democrat, very close friends with all these people. Okay. Very close friends. So they create Trump and all of his slogans, make America great again, right? Lock her up. These are all Madison Avenue slogans, man. It wasn't like this guy came up with them. These were architected again to sucker people back. People are breaking away. The cat wants to leave the home, right? The dog wants to get the hell out. Okay. I'm going to Okay, I'm going to give you a bone. Come back in, right? You know how you bring your dog back in when he when he's out in the yard. I got to bring you back in. So Trump says all this stuff. Lock her up. I'm going to assign a special prosecutor the first day I get in. Remember that? Lock her up. Lock her up. Drain the swamp. The next day after he's elected, he said, ah, that was for the election. Now we move on. Quote, unquote. And we have it on video. Okay. You have to understand these people think you're a fucking idiot. I'm an idiot. And they hate us. When I, I when I, I used to be that. among them in Hollywood, they used to say the masses are asses. And whenever someone came running up and got a signature, their autograph, when they left Nino, you know what they would say? They'd say, oh, that star fucker. That's what they would call you. They hate you. Trump doesn't give a fuck about people. This is all an act. It makes money for him. His businesses were tanking. He's made so much more money from this. Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, got $2 billion loan from the Saudis. He's got live golf. So, and remember, you're talking to someone who donated to Trump, put up thousands of lawn signs for him. So I, I just didn't come later in 2020 and put a MAGA hat on. Okay. You're looking at someone well, who- you were, you were on board in the very beginning. Right. Because he said the anti-establishment rhetoric, but I didn't realize he was the Jesse Jackson of the right. You see, the, Jesse, the, the, the right wing didn't have a Bernie Sanders. You see, so they were a shoulder. They, they had no wing. OK, so they needed a wing. And so he attacked what about all the impeachments and all that. Would you say that what happened? Yeah, it's all theatrics, man. He made so much money off the impeachment. He's made so much money off the conviction. OK, now you have to understand among the mafia, they have their own feuds. OK, and it would be like King one fighting King two. But both kings come to our. So. So let me ask you this. If you understand that they are selections, not elections, why are you running for president? Because good it seems question. to me good question. It's like a losing battle. I mean, oh, good well, question. unless you did a bait and switch. The only way I can see this. No, no, no. So, so let's talk about, and I'm very transparent about this. Look, a guy like me. Yeah, I mean, and I'm going on the, the format you are. They're going to just smother you. Well, out. well, well let, but, but let's, let's talk about this. In 2018, you know, when we ran against Elizabeth Warren, we're the ones who destroyed her. It wasn't Trump. We had 4,000 signs up here, those big signs, only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian, okay? We forced <laughs> her to take that. We're the ones who forced her to take the DNA test. Every day, you know, I sent her a DNA test kit. I said, I'll give you my $10 million. She was bill. saying she was Native American, right? Yeah, she said she was Native American. But I'm you're saying- not. <laughs> right? You're yeah, Native yeah. Uh, well, right? I actually have more 
By the way, I have no more Native American blood. I actually did the DNA test because the Yakuts from the uh, up in Mongolia are the ones who came over who were. Anyway, the bottom line is 10 of us in that independent campaign, we exposed Warren. Then I ran in 2020 as a Republican in Massachusetts. We had 3,000 volunteers, right? We are the ones, you couldn't leave Massachusetts alone sign. So the GOP is the one who did election fraud on us in Massachusetts. They ran a fool against it because they don't want us really beating the Democrats. They're in cahoots. So I win on election night in September, 2020, the word on the street was, Dr. Shiva, you won by a landslide. Even the GOP people are saying that. Wow. So in every county, in all the nine counties, the results come in on the evening of September, 2020, September 1st. And I win in the hand counted paper ballot county by 10 points. Okay, all white working class. Every other county, you know, 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40. And I never thought everyone on my team was saying, Shiva, the only way we're going to lose if they cheat. And I go, that doesn't occur to me. I thought, like, I never even, like, the concept of election fraud was never even in my brain. After that day on September 1st, I said, holy shit. So I put on my hat as an MIT engineer, as an MIT computer scientist. I started studying every book on how these election machines work. And I was the one who discovered that there's a feature to flip votes. If you got 10 votes and I got 10 votes, they can multiply your votes by two and take my votes and multiply by I was the one who exposed that. I was the one who did the Michigan analysis. I was the one who started the election systems integrity movement from knowing in my case. And when I published on, on Twitter, I said, hey, they destroy because when a paper ballot goes through the machines right what happens a picture is taken and the ai on those machines figures out the votes and by law those pictures have to be preserved for 22 months so i went and said hey i want the images of the ballots and the secretary of state of massachusetts said oh we deleted them so that is when i said massachusetts secretary of state deleted 1 million ballot images that started going viral and that instant is when I was turned off Twitter, okay? In the middle of my federal election campaign, because we've moved it to a write-in campaign. I went into federal court the next Monday, and in federal court, we find out that the way they threw me off Twitter was the government, listen to me very, had contact to Twitter, which is the grossest violation of the First Amendment. And I win that court case and we discover that the government of the United States has created backdoor portals into Twitter and Facebook. We wrote to fucker Carlson. We said, cover this. He didn't do anything. Why? Because I'm, an, I'm, I'm, I'm not supporting left or right. And that would have meant that we would have gotten all those eyeballs. OK, then in court again, we went back in and Twitter was dragged in when I was deplatformed. It was a historic lawsuit. And I was representing myself against seven Harvard lawyers and winning and winning and winning. And then the judge gave me a constitutional attorney who said, Shiva, you're going to be the first guy back on Twitter. Drop all your claims against the government. 72 hours before my hearing, and I said, fuck off. Fired him. And then the judge and the lawyer turned on me. But I was not willing to sell out. I was the one who discovered all this. And all the grifters suppressed it. The and who... <laughs> So let me ask you this. So yep. 2020, we can agree, was stolen, correct? That was a, a, a heist. That was obvious. No, no. What I'm saying is all elections are selections. But to get to your... Right, but, so, but if it's a selection, my, ask, my question is this. Why would they work so hard to steal that election from Trump? And then wouldn't Trump, if he knew that the, he was just a selected president, he knew he would lose, wouldn't he just say back out and say, okay, Biden... Well, well let's, let's, let's talk about that. So 
Let me give you the data because I was in the center of it, the epicenter. Theatrics, or is he just? It was theatrics. Let me give you the. So, if you go look at a tweet on, um, I think it was uh, right after November, right? Whatever, November fourth. I had done the Michigan analysis, and I said, and and I said, dear. Actually, it was January twenty first, right after Biden got in. Okay, and I said, look, I have unequivocal proof. That the election that the election systems in this country are compromised. That went viral. Thirty-three thousand retweets. Um, now, then, um, what's his name? Uh, I got a call from um, uh, uh, actually before that in November, right after the right after the all the stuff occurred. Right on November fourth, in this room, right here, I got a call from Mark Meadows, who was Trump's chief of staff. And he knew I was doing all this very intense mathematical work for nothing. No one was paying me, okay? Because I cared about this country. Meadows calls me and he goes, Dr. Shiva, how can we help you? Because I had just done the Michigan analysis, showed this very major anomaly mathematically. And I said, Mark, give me the data and I'll prove this in every state. I wasn't even gonna charge him any money, okay? Because I have my own data center, everything. So they wait and they wait and they wait. That was a, a, a Saturday, call me Sunday, nothing Monday. Rona McDaniel's office calls me. From the GOP. So the White House is calling me and the GOP calls me and she goes, how can we help you? I said, give me data and I will do the analysis for every state. They go, "Okay, tomorrow we're going to be in front of the RNC servers. We'll get it to you. Nothing. And that's when I did that tweet. I said, I don't. I said, if you truly care, I have the data that starts going viral. Then Eric Trump reaches out to me. okay, on Twitter as a DM, all of it screenshotted. And I said, Eric, do, do, do people really care about what just happened to your father? And he goes, oh, okay, call the Trump campaign. They have the data. So think about these three different organizations, the White House chief of staff calling me, the GOP RNC head calling me, and the uh, Trump campaign. Alex Cannon, I talked to him. I said, Alex, get me the fucking data. They did nothing. But Trump suddenly switched his calling to, I'm going to stop election fraud. And they raised a half a billion dollars off of it. Okay. We never got any of the data ever. I did all the analytics myself. So they sat on it. What they did do, Nino, is a lot of grifters got involved, throwing out crap. Oh my God, there's bamboo in the paper ballots. I mean, just crazy shit. There are real issues, which is chain of custody, the ballot images, signature verification. As a scientist, as an engineer, I'd focus on the real stuff. They didn't want to clean up the real stuff. So they made crazy shit. Mike Lindell saying, oh, yeah, I have servers from China hitting us. Just bullshit. I was at the symposium. I said, Mike, you're making up shit. This is bullshit. Okay. So you had the grifters making up shit. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Lindell selling more pillows off of it. Trump is making a half a billion off of it. And we're here not seeing one penny doing all the real work. Do you understand? These fucking I, I guys totally made just, these. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around why they would work so hard to steal that election. It's not that it's all. They're not stealing. Think I mean, about. We saw, but you know when you two thousand mules. Or yeah, fuck two thousand mules. Dinesh D'Souza didn't do shit. Okay, he didn't do anything <laughs> in 2020. Another rat. Okay. <laughs> I love how you're so candid. He's I mean, a fucking damn, pussy. He didn't do him. shit. Go go look at 2020. We're doing all this stuff. He's he waited to make a movie to make money. See, this is the way it works. Look at COVID. It off the yes. Look at the, and all these people are sh quiet when the shit's occurring. 
And then they wait. So look at all these bastards, all these doctors who said nothing in 2020. Go look at my tweet, March 3rd, March 4th, 2020. I said, this will go down in history, the pandemic, to support mandated medicine, to destroy economies, and to ensure censorship. We started the Fire Fauci campaign. Robert Kennedy was promoting strict lockdowns. Let me repeat that again. Fucking booby Kennedy, and that's what he should be called, was promoting strict lockdowns. And he was saying, oh, lockdowns will save the environment. Trump was lockstep and barrel to lockdowns. There was only one person who was running for president who was against the lockdowns, me. And I gave a solution. That's what a real leader does, says the right thing at the right time. Now go look at the elections, okay? I was calling out the real things. Dinesh D'Souza, fuck him, man. He wasn't doing shit then, okay? So all these doctors who now were writing books, oh, yeah, it was bad, the masks. This guy, Jay Bhattacharya. See, they found a bunch of brown guys because they didn't want this brown face out there. That fucker wrote a paper, and I have the paper, promoting lockdowns. And then he waits you know, later and tries to, you know, because they need to bring in the establishment guys because they don't want an independent guy like me owning or leading the movement, you see? So they have to create their artificial figures. And once people understand this concept and what they have bamboozled you and other working people to think, a guy in the swarm, a guy who's got a golden plated fucking toilet, who charges, you know, a quarter of a million dollars membership to Mar-a-Lago, gives a fuck about you. He doesn't give a fuck about you. So you need to start having some respect for yourself and everyone else. You know, we need to give a fuck about ourselves. And that's the and that, and that is why I have people like you on my and that is why. I right. Have, and and, and, and the platform is for everybody. I li well, listen, Dr. Shiva, I, I let everybody on my platform and state their case. And that is why I'm having you on. But I the reason is a very but, important discussion. But, Nino, there's a big difference between you and fucker Carlson and Joe Rogan. The difference is you still remember your roots. You know where you come from. You have to take care of your 80-year-old parents, okay? Joe Rogan is owned and paid for by Spotify. He's, he's, an, he's, a, he's owned by William Morris Agency, which is now Endeavor, okay? He's, a, he's, a, he's got golden-plated handcuffs or golden-plated whatever. I think, you know, I think it's like once you get to that level, they just they got well, you. Well, they get you because you, because you want to be at that level, okay? Because right. you don't, you know, I've, right. I've been... I've walked away from those things because I never forgot where I came from and who the people I love. Okay. Which are those uh, teachers in working class neighborhoods. Have so bought so me. how do you expect to, to get to the presidency, Dr. Shiva? Are you just trying to make a bang or are you like, how can you realistically expect that you're going well, to Well, let's talk about what the presidency is. Okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So if you've sort of rationally concluded, they do not want a bottoms up movement. Okay. Let's, Agree and you and that they have and that they've created the obvious establishment and the not so obvious establishment. And those principles, you know, every week, you know, we have truthfreedomhealth.com. I've created, you know, this is called system science. I used to teach this course at MIT for three uh, semesters. And the science of systems is how you realize how the elites work. So we teach that to people. Okay. Um I'd like to play a video if we have time on that. Yeah, but, you, you go show your, yeah. you also had graphs that I want my yeah. audience to so, see. So, well. what I want to do is so let me just take a quick break here and, and share this with you. Okay. Yes. The bottom line is this. Okay. They do not want you to understand how systems work. Everything in the universe right now, Nino, is a system. The iPhone is not a little phone, it's a system. Okay. Uh, the microphone is a system. 
healthcare systems, transportation systems. System science evolved in the 1920s. We have complex systems now. And politics is a system. Your body is a system. All right. So the science of systems is what George Soros used to teach. He's one of the theoreticians in it. 10 to 20,000 elites who, advi who advise all the elites know system science. Henry Kissinger knows it. And when you understand the science of systems, it's nine principles. And when you understand, you could manipulate anything. And so they have a nuclear weapon and we're running around with sticks and stones in terms of thinking power. Okay. Right. So what I decided to do is that I would make this science of systems accessible to all human beings. And that's what I did. And it's like Prometheus bringing fire to cavemen. Okay. Imagine we're a bunch of cave people and one, one cave guy's got fire or 10 people, then we don't, we're screwed. That's what system science is. So after our election, I built this entire movement now. We have close to half a, I mean, half a billion people know about us. We have a half a million people who have gotten involved in this, but our goal is to create leaders bottoms up. So it's not relying on me or you and anyone. And it's education is ultimately the way out. So we educate people. Hey, look, there are these nine principles. You can use it to make your body healthy. You can use it to understand everything in the universe. And you can use it to understand that one of those nine principles is the elites, they have a goal. That's one of the principles. They will execute these processes to get to their goal. And when you try to achieve your goal, they're going to put a disturbance. And that disturbance is a not so obvious establishment. So we teach these principles. And when people understand, so I want to play this video. I think I can play this video for you. Yeah. yeah can yeah. I play this? Hold on. Let me, um, yeah, let me do this here. Because you got to see this video um, because it'll make it much more real for you. Okay. okay. Um, otherwise, it'll, okay. Yeah. So let me, I think, uh, yeah. So every, uh, I just want to share this video. Let me bring it up here. So what I have to do, Nino, is, um, let me share my screen, okay? I think you've given me some. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah, I gave you permission. You, you yeah, so see. I can share my screen here, okay? Can you see my screen, Nina? No, yeah, now I can. Okay, now so can, let me yeah. play this video for you, okay? And okay. you will get literally what is going on, okay? And once you get this, so this is a video that really describes this movement that I've created, and I'm gonna answer your question for you about what am I doing, okay? Why do all okay. this stuff, right? Because without playing, so what ended up having, you know, was we created this movement and it's it's a movement, it's, it's a community, but let me play this for you. Here we go. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together.
My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We got to train people first with understanding what a system is, the dynamics of all systems that affect nature. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Truth, freedom, health. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is the not-so-obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is the not-so-obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you, on the left and the right, the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. We're building a bottoms up movement. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum where people can go to truthfreedomhelp.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom and health, and they can find it on truthfreedomhealth.com so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom health leader, I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to truthfreedomhelp.com.
read? So, so I hope that gave you, that's just a sort of, you know, instead of me having to repeat everything, that should give you sort of a broad understanding. Um, it did, it did, and, and I'm fascinated by it, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to look more into it, I'm going to study your material so I have more knowledgeable on it when I speak about it to my audience. But when you offered your help, I'm, I'm assuming you offered your help, which you just told me, you offered your help to the Trump administration. It seems to me they, yeah. they would have taken that, they would have said yes. They absolutely. didn't follow through, they did nothing, nothing. Okay. It seems to me like this would have benefited them. It, they, but you have to understand, people what watch what they do, not what they say. You see, was well, that what was that what made you say, ah, wait a second here? Was that what? Yeah. The first so it, it was a series of things that. So that was twenty. Uh, that was November. Uh, yeah. So it was January twenty twenty one, right? And then, uh, well, it was November. That was November fourth, twenty twenty. I'm trying to remember my dates. Yeah, November fourth, twenty twenty, right? And then I remember um, another very important thing was, you know, when uh, January 6th occurred, right? January 3rd, we had actually organized a bus here. Remember, we were Trumpers to go down and, and we had a huge bus organized. And then I saw this scumbag, Ali Alexander. Remember this guy? Not On a, yeah, he's like this Sammy Davis uh, Jr. looking guy. And he was running Stop the Steal campaign. And I remember he was trying to infiltrate our camp. And I said, this guy is sick. Something was sick looking about him, who he was, very bad vibes. And I realized, holy shit, he's running Stop the Steal. So I called it off. I said, something's really bad is going to happen. I said, this whole thing is a psyop. This is before January 6th. Yeah, so January right, 4th. They're I, people in. Yes, I called it off, okay? Because I, 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 have, I have a very good sixth sense, man. So I called, uh, me too. I was invited to that. And I said, nah. Yeah, I exactly. Exactly. So I had friends who went down there. And they were sitting, hearing Trump's speech, and they said, no one wants to talk about it. 30% of the audience was leaving because Trump was basically giving in, okay? And if you remember the speech, he tells, I'm going to march with you to the thing, right? March with me. And he fucking goes the other way. So you added up all these things. And that's when I did a video that's up on my Twitter right now, which I put up in 2021, which said, was Trump the swamp? And I said, okay, lock her up. He didn't lock her up. You just look at the facts. As a scientist... I'm an engineer, man. You can bullshit. Yeah. You, you, you know, if this drops, I have to look at there's gravity. There's something bringing it down. What did he actually do? Well, the next day, his daughter met with Chelsea Clinton after they won and they came to a deal. They're all friends, man. They literally go to the same restaurants. OK, they all hang out together. Their children hang out together. They go to the same. They're not one of us. And this is hard for people to fathom because they want to revere these celebrities. So nothing happens to Hillary. Then being in the middle of fire Fauci, we took 120,000 signatures to him. I drove our bus down there for 36 hours, okay? Marla Maples did a live with me. She said, me and Tiffany love everything you're doing, Dr. Shiva. So we did, a, you can go look at it. We did a podcast together. And I wrote a letter to Trump. I said, do not shut down the freaking economy. I'm telling you as an engineer, as a biologist, as an MIT PhD, take the people who truly have pre-existing conditions, fine, quarantine them, put other people on vitamin D, you don't need to do this. He locked it down. Okay. Listen to Fauci. I mean, you're the fuck you, you, you claim I'm Donald Trump. I, I got brass balls. Well, fucking fire Fauci. You couldn't do anything because you're a fucking moron, actually. All right. Do he didn't think, do it. He you have to you look. Think, yeah. Let me just ask you this, because a lot of my audience is going to know your perspective on this. And I and I have to ask all questions. Yeah. I've heard Operation Warp Speed. It was Operation Warp Speed. I, you know, you've heard from many of my guests. Uh, I've had quite a few in here that this is, you know, Trump is part of a, just hear me out. Yep. 
part of a military operation at the highest level. He's nuclear and beyond, a com uh, commander in chief. He had to play ball with the deep state to smoke them out. Yeah, um, bullshit, 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 bullshit. Can't get anybody for pre crimes. You have to get it for crimes. Yeah, it's I'm all. Just, I'm just stating what people say. What? Yeah. Just hold on. And and I wanted to get your views on the Q Q movement. Well, you remember we did that we did that thing with Laura Eisenhower. Look, here, remember a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I kind of forgot. Okay, here, here's my just one word: bullshit. Okay. No, the it was Q, a psyop. To you. It was a fucking psyop done because they put this white dude in. Because to keep the white working class subdued, let's just look at a global. Look, I've I've traveled to probably about eighty countries all over the world. Okay, I grew up in India. All right, I came here when I was seven. If you look at the entire world through the history of human existence, and you study history, there is only one group of people today, and it's about four percent of the Earth's primates. Okay, which is what we are, that have something called the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. You you know what that is. That is the American citizenry. And there's about 300,000, 300 million people. 4% of the entire world's population have that right, Nino. Okay? And who is the tip of the spear of that movement? If you really look at it, because majority of people here are white, the white working class. And in fact, you go to the sharpening of that spear, it's the conservative white working class who had people- Which they're destroying now. They have to they have to blunt their edge. It's like taking a tip of a beautiful arrowhead and you have to blunt it. That's what Trump was brought in for. And I'm saying this as a guy who gave money to Trump. Uh, and anyone who's a fucking Trumper, I'm sorry, I didn't see you putting up signs. You may have put a MAGA hat on and paid ten bucks, but I I gave him twenty five six hundred bucks, and I was out there in, in the bitter cold in Boston. But, but your but your aha moment when you when you is when I well, it's it's all of these things. But it's it's frankly was when Eric Trump. And the Trump campaign never Dismissed followed you. He was like, ah, okay. Never, yeah, they never you followed up. Giving, you were offering your help. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Mark Meadows never followed up. And I saw Trump make a half a billion dollars off my work. Okay, it wasn't the money. I saw, and then when January 6th occurred, it all came together. Okay. But, but could it be maybe, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, it's because it truly is a military operation and they're no. smoking out the rest no. of these deep state rats. No. They have to let them. Why? Let, let me tell let me tell you, your thinking is so stupid. Okay. No, no, take, it's just, it's just, it's no, no, let me the, tell you. It's, it's really like what a lot of people are. Well, let me tell you what your thinking is like. You have a person who goes out and bangs, you could be a woman, 20 women a day, comes home and beats the shit out of you. And you say, and it gives you a flower, one flower. And you go, oh, yeah. I guess he had to do that because when he was a child, his father did this to him. And I have to put up with this. Do you know it's an abuse freaking mentality? Absolutely. I, and I okay. Agree with that. Do you understand how fucked up what you're saying is, Nino? That yeah, and and and, and Lynn Lynn Wood look Lynn Wood would and, call and I, and I'm me. Not done. <laughs> I'm telling I'm not done you, you, look you at the just tolerate this just for a second, please. No, no, but look at the Q movement. The day he right. came in, he brought in the swamp. He brought in Bolton. Oh, he's doing this. He's doing this. But what were the results? The end results. If I drop this, what's the end result? All this water is going to smash. What were the end results? $16 trillion was a damage to the United States economy. So you think he should have signed the the, the uh, Insurrection Act if he truly wanted to stay in office? No, what he should have done was, A, it's even much, A, first of all, you said you were against Big Pharma, right? Before, Absolutely. Well, you took a, a million dollars in from Pfizer for your inauguration. Boom. 
Red flag, okay? You said, the day I enter office, I'm going to get a special prosecutor. Special prosecutor. Where did that happen? Disappeared. You have a video of him saying, that was for the election. Now we move on. Treating people like idiots, you know? Second fact. Wake the fuck up, okay? Third fact, okay? I'm against big pharma, right? Well, you brought in big pharma. You kept Fauci, who's been there forever. You want to drain the swamp? Fire Fauci. He's been around since 1984, okay? Fire him. He had an MIT PhD. I'm known as one of the leading guys in the world on the immune system. I gave him the data. You have balls. You claim you have brass balls. You don't. You probably don't. You probably have very small balls, Donald. He didn't do <laughs> shit. He talks a big fucking game. So how do you see? Let me, let me ask you this, Dr. Shiva. Look, I met how with Trump. You... I had a two-hour meeting with him, okay? Yes. So but, it's not, it's okay, not listen, like I don't listen, know these listen, people. I, I got you. I got you. But let's just say, where do you see this heading into 2024? Obviously, the election system was not fixed. They didn't care to fix it. It's not being fixed now. Where do you see this going? If, if, if Do you see Trump being the nominee? And let's say... I, it's, it's not... Look, the future is what we decide. You know, we have to ask different questions. You know, you have to... You judge your consciousness by the question. The issue is, what am I going to do? Not what the fuck Trump does, not what they do. So when you get to a point in life, you get, everyone gets to a point in life where you have to ask this very fundamental question. Do you accept the way the world that it is or do you want to change it? Let me ask you that. Where do Absolutely you Absolutely change it. Okay. Absolutely so now, yeah, but by the way, there are a bunch of people who just said, I accept the way. So now you come to a point, you say, I want to change the world. So you've taken, let's say, a certain branch of that decision. Some people never come to that decision. They just basically take the other decision because they never even ask that, okay? So now you come to that point in life and you're living in the United States. The establishment only gives you two pathways. Two yeah. They say, yeah. okay, Nino, you're great. You want to change the world? Hey man, run for office. We got this thing called the election system. We're going to make you, you know, write to your congressman, right? Work in your, we're going to groom you to be uh, a, a politician, right? The others, they say, file a lawsuit, okay? So they have two vehicles. They give that bright-eyed and bushy-tailed person, right. okay? Right. Both of those systems are completely corrupt. So you're okay. saying it's all theatrics that Trump is just, they're pretending for him to be the rogue Obviously, obviously. Yeah, this is also, well, well, you know for it at the beginning it, as well, right? Like, right, because, because the theoretical mistake I had made was I, did, I thought the right wing had the Tea Party, you see, at the time as their wing, but they hadn't, it had been destroyed. So they need a Trump. You say Trump is the Bernie Sanders of the right. Okay. Bernie was well, used. How do you, how well, do you well, well, upset this? How do you well, well, let me, let me, you're asking. A, this yeah, but, but, but let me, let me, you've asked a very, so let me walk you through your, let, let you, let me try to walk through your shoes. Okay. You've yeah. decided you want to change the world. You can go running for office, voting for Tweedledee or Tweedledum or filing lawsuits. Now there is the real option. Because if you step back and you studied what I teach or, you know, which is not taught anywhere, and you said, you know what? The real option is we got to build a movement and a bottoms up movement. Now that's going to require, it's not sexy. It's not me voting. It's like, I got to go neighbor to neighbor. I got to teach people, you know, what doctors, you know, we got to teach all this stuff you got to do. And our parents should have done that. Okay. So, so those movements got destroyed. Now that, now if you come at it from, okay. So when I ran in 2020, we had started building our movement. I knew they would cheat us, but when was the last time an MIT engineer with the knowledge I have ever ran for office? Never. But mm -hmm. when we ran, look what we did, Nino. 
because an outsider came in, we figured out the entire backdoor portal to Twitter. We're the ones who figured out the election systems. We're the ones who said, fire Fauci. Look at all the shit we did. We had these guys running. And then the grifters came and had to try to seize us. But we got a lot of shit done, man. Those are huge victories. Now, in 2024, our movement is explosive. We have, we have leaders in every state. We have, have 350,000 people. What happens when I'm getting on the ballot in every state? They're going to try to stop me. We're going to discover so much corruption. And we're going to get that out, Okay. So that is a movement, and we're getting others involved to see face-to-face this corruption. You say? So your plan is to expose even more. Expose more, but the only way a guy like me, an outsider, could ever win even the presidency is a movement, period. You know, when I came out, they had to find this other other brown guys, right? They had to find this guy, Vivek, who's a complete pharma shell. They had to bring him in, right? A complete doofus. They had to bring in Jay Bhattacharya, right? They've had to bring in other brown faces to make this most relevant brown face. Well, a lot of people would say Trump is the exposer. You're saying no, 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 no. No fucking I, way. You're the exposer. You're saying no, no. The guy no, but let me let me even be more this. precise. Ec- exposing anything any fool can do. Anyone right. can expose. Fucker Carlson is exposing everything. Now, oh, I was martyred at Trump. Well, that fucker is a fucker. Let me tell you why he's a fucker. And this is why I call him Fucker Carlson. Because... <laughs> He he in 20, he was denouncing election fraud. He said, oh, it's bullshit. It's not taking place. It's nonsense. We have the text messages that came out in the courtroom. And then when he said, oh, the MAGA guys are believing this stuff. So then he gets, oh, yeah, there's election fraud. That's why Fox News got fucked. Why did they get fucked? Because in defamation law, because Fox News defamed Dominion, which is a public company or a public figure. And when you defame a public figure, you have two levels that you have to prove. You have to prove that they said something that was false and they did it maliciously. The malicious thing is a much harder thing to prove. That's why you can say stuff against public figures you can get away. You have to prove malice. They had malice because of fucker Carlson's text message. So after he got rightfully fired, then he says, then he goes to Alex Jones. Oh, I'm I'm martyred. You're full of shit. Now he's exposing everything. Exposing a moron could do. The issue is, when did you expose? Did you expose the pandemic? And did you speak out against lockdown? Did you speak out against masks in March of 2020? Or did you wait until October of 21 to write a book stolen from Dr. Shiva's material called The Real Anthony Fauci? That's Robert Kennedy. You see, these are people who are exploiters. It's like those people who do the Breast Cancer Foundation, right? They don't yeah, want to solve yeah, breast yeah. cancer, man. They put a little ribbon, yeah. right? Right. Walk for breast cancer. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But the real fighters like myself or Malcolm X, even Martin Luther King, man, he was promoted by the Kennedys. He had. Hey, don't leave me out. What? <laughs> don't leave me. I'm a fighter. You're a fighter. But I'm saying the reason I know you're a fighter is because you're putting me on your show. But they want to make me invisible. Fucker Carlson knows if you ever put me on a show, his show would be over. Same with Rogan. They'd say, you didn't have Shiva on for all this time. Eddie Bravo's called me and said, you should put Shiva on. He, he follows me. They get my, they get, oh my God, this is a real guy. We got to watch him. Okay. So that is why the future is us. The future is podcasters like you who are independent. Okay. And who are asking these questions with sincerity. And anyone asks with sincerity, I'll spend, you know, my significant other, Michelle, will say, oh my God, why are you spending three hours with another? Tell him to just take the course, you know, but I yeah, care yeah. so much. And let me tell you why I care. Let me show you this graph. And have this, you tried to get on Joe Rogan? Have you been? Have you? Everyone. Every, yeah, I don't. I, I don't give. No one. Back in 2014, when I was exposing GMOs, 
Everyone called him. He knows me, man. He won't put me on. His show will be over. All of his yeah. audience will come to me. He'll be dead. Okay? Go look at the Sam Tripoli interview I had. Sam's like, oh, don't attack Joe. He's done so much for me. I go, what are you talking about? Like, Sam's got to suck his cock. Okay? Because he owes Joe so much. All these people owe these people too much, you know? They're not free men. What happened right. to men? What happened? In, so that's you got to take. I'm, you on, dude, I'm not talking about you. So look I at Kennedy. I mean, that's why. I mean, dude, I look at look, look at Kennedy. Okay, he's got to get fucking steroid in injections. His testicles are shrinking, and then he promotes legal steroids, which are going to be a quarter of a billion dollar industry by 2029, and they're going to be the next big pandemic. Okay. The mRNA, hormone replacement. Yeah, but that's but it's seriously, yeah, because and when you try to get off them, you have the same things as an addict oh, does. I, I'm on them. I I have the problem. Yeah. Yeah, but but they're promoting that. They don't want to address the systemic issues. They're precursors. You can do food things they can use to support your testosterone. Okay, but the mRNA vaccine industry is going to be about 130 billion dollar industry by 120 billion by 2029. So so mRNA vaccines, which he's been railing against, is here. To testosterone, both from Big Pharma. Wow. This one is a hundred right. times more, a thousand times more chance of causing blood clots than this. You uh, see? I agree with you. So I agree with you on that. I know it's a danger. Right. I just like the way it makes me feel. But I'm, I'm well, there's other things you can do, and we can talk about it offline. Okay. But okay. let me let me uh, share with you something very very important. Okay. What? Why I'm running? Okay. And why everyone should get off their butts and support our movement and our campaign if they care not only about themselves, but our, but their children. So let me share this here. I'm going to share this very, very important, simple graph, okay? Because, you know, you got to make it simple for people these days, right? So because you're trying to condense lots of information in a very small uh, uh, attention span. All right. So you see this graph? Do you yes. see it? Okay. So what is this graph? Okay. This graph on the x-axis, it starts from 1980. Then it goes to 1990, 2000, 2020. Okay, that's the years. And on the y-axis, it goes to the number of years someone's expected to live. And every line here is a life expectancy curve by different countries, okay? The gray line is the average, and this is all the industrialized nations, Germany, France, you know, the nations that are not third world countries. And what you see is this graph is going straight up, right? Which means life expectancy is increasing on average in all the industrialized nations. But what do you see here? Starting around 1980, we started going wackadoodle, then down, then wackadoodle, diverging from this. And over here, we started going down. And then when COVID hit, boom. What does this show? This means if you have a child in 2023, your child will have a lifespan less than you. Now, why is this graph? Why do people do these graphs? Because if you wanted to derive, you can talk all this shit. Oh, I'm running for president. I did this. I did that. Okay. Are your people living longer or shorter? Right? This is like the metric. Okay. You can talk all the bullshit you want. You know, you can be a sales guy saying, oh, I did that. Okay. Did you bring home any sales? Uh, no. You know, you're doing all this working out. Are you reducing fat? Are you putting on muscle? Uh, no, I'm getting, I'm now 400 pounds overweight. Well, something you're doing ain't working. So what does this graph show, Nino? This shows, first of all, a couple of things. It's not the vaccine. It's a systemic issue, system science, that goes back of many, many things that are involved, okay? It involves PTSD of veterans, reduction of corporate tax, GPOs and PBMs, offshoring tax havens, big pharma academic collusion. It's all these things. And also what this shows is 
It was Reagan and then Bush, then Clinton, right? Then Obama, then Trump. Republican or Democrat have contributed to this. They don't give a fuck about your children's lifespan. And they have vitamins coming out that prolong you and they're trying to make them pharmaceuticals. So for them, they will preserve good nutrition and food. Look, Trump doesn't eat McDonald's burgers. Go to any of his restaurants, man. It's like pasture-raised organic food. That's all for you. Oh, Trump eats McDonald's. No, he doesn't. Okay, he doesn't serve that at Mar-a-Lago. So this is a policy. These are policies that have affected people's biology. And if you think voting for the lesser of two evils, you remember Charlie Brown? You know, every mm. time he runs and Lucio, this, that's what this is. So what's my solution? Well, let's talk about solution. I'm a systems guy. There's multiple major systems, healthcare systems, the environmental systems, the educational system, innovation systems, the governance and economy. All of these systems are screwed right now because of this. It's been a long process. You got to work on it together. So what am I doing, Nino? In, if you come every Thursdays, we do a town hall and we rotate these. So at the last town hall, we caught, talked about healthcare. What do we do in our healthcare? We don't say, oh, when I get into office, I'm going to get rid of blah, blah, blah. No, we say there's only one solution to healthcare. You know what it is? Strengthen your immune system. You strengthen your immune system, it'll you live long. The immune system and aging um, systems are together. And why do I know this? Because you're looking at a guy who actually does research on this, who builds tools. So we teach people in one hour in our town hall, what is no different than what I did in 2020, what is the immune system and the things you can do to support your immune system. You get that, Nino? When was the last time a president did that? Now, if I win the presidency, you know what I'll do? I'll just keep doing more podcasts like with Nino and we'll reach 8 billion people on the environment. You know what? I'm, if you would just allow me to give you some advice, just some advice from my perspective. And I think what Trump does so well is that he relates to his audience. He talks with his audience. I think if you began to talk with your audience and not like insult their intelligence to talk down to them, which you have a habit of doing, and I understand you're frustrated. I get it. But if you just related more to the audience, like Trump, Trump talks down at an eighth grade level to people. You kind of have to you got to bring it down if you're not just for Nino, Nino, well, I, Nino, we don't need to. I, I believe people can come up. He's talking to an eighth grade level and that's the Edward Bernays model. Let me let me stop right here. OK, what you're saying. But maybe relate. No, no, no. You know, you come to our movement, dude, you come to our movement. You, you know, who you'll see plumbers, electricians, everyday people. So let's time out right here. That's a criticism people may say, but that criticism comes from the manipulative model that the Edward Bernays model, you reduce it to a one big soundbite. Here's the deal. The, I don't have the report here, but when the Stanford- I, mean, I totally get your frustration. Do, I, do, 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 I, me, I don't have the Stanford report here. When I was thrown off Twitter, the Stanford report did an analysis of censorship. And they said there were six people on the internet who were the most powerful at reaching their audience. You know who those six people were? You were one of them. Yes. And they, I was rated the same level as Trump. And I can show you the report. And they said, this guy, and I didn't even know I was doing this. They go, this guy was doing a technique that would have, it was a masterful technique. I would do short tweets, what you like, okay, with the sound bites. And by the way, you know, I've won, I don't know if you know, I've won awards doing advertising for Nike and Calvin Klein. So if you want me to go I there, no I can idea. do that. I no idea. Yeah, yeah. So I don't need to hear that because I know how to talk to a mass level. But then I did long form, man a two hour video like we're doing, because I have respect for my audience because you know what? Everyday working people are actually very bright. You know who wants those little Trump shit? People are fucking lazy. 
and they're not going to change the world. They're going to be the sheep in the middle. What we're doing, Nina, we're, if you take any organization, 30% of people, and this has been shown through many research studies, if you take 30% of people in an audience, if you're starting a company, a pygmy tribe, they've done this everywhere, don't get, will never change, man. They will resist. 50% are the people that they just, oh, give me the soundbite. But then 20% are the agents of change. All right. So we're mobilizing that 20% in phase one. And that 20%, I'm not going to talk down to. We're going to bring them up. Because when you get those people conscious, like you and others, they're going to bring the 50% over. So when you look at that Stanford report, you know, the reason our stuff went viral was because I was doing these short little sound bites. Mm -hmm. What's the would, demographic of people that listen to you? Like, what's the common age? Is it is it a? It's all know? over the map. So it depends, right? On Facebook, it's typically women. Okay, when when we looked at our sixty percent of our uh, Senate campaign was women, and typically, who the issue is who is coming to our movement? If you take the hundred million, if you Massachusetts, six million eligible voters. I mean, six million people. Five point five million people are eligible voters, right? So out of the six million, five point five. Do you know how many of them actually are registered to vote? Four million. So 1.5 million people are dark matter. They've already given up. So out of the four million people registered to vote, how many vote in an election? Two million. And these, that, right? yeah. yeah. So and how do they vote? Ten percent are uh, Republicans in Massachusetts. Thirty five percent are Democrats. And the other uh, people are independents. But do you see there's dark matter here? Two million people read, don't vote. And then another, so 3.5 million people. We speak to that dark matter. I don't, because you know what? They have the other 2 million people locked up. They they will go left or right. So the future Ooh. future is a dark matter. And that's who we speak to. So in our political campaign, you know, you know who came to vote for me? People who never voted before, man. They're like, I never voted. I never held up a sign. I never put a bumper sticker on. But I'm going to put one on for you. That's dark matter. You know, with the urgency of what's happening right now, especially heading into 2024, I, I've always stated on my shows, I feel like we have to turn it around now because I don't think we can depend on Generation Z to do this. I think they're they're a captured operation. I think they're it's done. I think it's sealed. I don't. Uh, I, I disagree. How are you? How are you? So I, so, ask you how so, are you? How are you touching the youth? How are you? How are so, you driving this home to the youth? So our campaign manager is youth. OK, he's a very young guy. OK, he's in his 25 years old. OK. So, but we have a spectrum of people. But let me just tell you one thing here. In 1984, they said, oh my God, this is urgent. We got to do something. The world is going to blow up. We're going to have nuclear war. You got to vote for Mondale, right? Urgency. Every four years, it's always like, oh my God. A new oh, urgency. Yeah, yeah, new urgency. So we don't do what needs to be done, which is what we're doing. You know, we have to build a foundation. You have to educate people. They may have nuclear wars. They may do whatever the fuck they want. You and I can't control it. But what we have to do is like if you had a company, you had to do the basic stuff. I had to build the infrastructure. And that's what we're doing. This urgency thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got to vote. Oh, so yeah. So I got to vote for you Trump. Know, you know, like save America. That's the new. Low, that's what I'm low. saying. But these yeah. these things are you see um, Peter Thiel, who owns Palantir. He's gathering data from all the social media companies. They know right now, Nino, they have all the data. I used to write these sentiment algorithms. They know right now if they put it's like putting your finger in a pot, they say, shit, people are breaking from this stuff. They're going over to Shiva. They're going to Truth, Freedom and Health. What the fuck do we do? 
we got to get Trump. We got to get some brown faces there. We got to yeah. ramp up stuff. So that's what's going on. And they got to and, and they can't catch up to us because we actually value our audience. We don't talk down to them. We want them to come up. That's a different technique. The guy who created the Trump model was a guy called Edward Bernays in the 20s. It was coming up with 30 second sound bites to dumbify people. And what if you look, I mean, people watch a Joe Rogan podcast for three hours. People used to sit around the fire when I grew up and tell stories for four hours. That is actually the human ethos. People like long stories. They like to get in. It's not, oh, tell me, save America. That's bullshit. I'm not going to do that. I value my audience. But we have the ability, you know, I will spend two hours doing a tweet, man. <laughs> two hours of getting it just right. <laughs> And then well, we, I got to say, this has been one of my longer podcasts. I've been, I've really been enjoying this. Nino, it's guys like you that are the future leaders. It's not Trump. You should stop asking, what is Trump going to do? I want to ask, what is Nino going to do? Oh, what do you think is going to happen? No, I don't give a fuck about them. They're not going to do shit. Once you realize who they are, and I've been around them. I know these people. I've been in the private jets. I've been in billion dollar. You know, I've been all there, man. I know these people. But some deep part of me hated them because I could see that they were in many ways subhumans. They don't care about you. If you look at that graph, why isn't every candidate talking about that? Because they're not them. They want people to die early. But when I look right. at that graph, I see my people in New Jersey, in Newark and in Patterson. I see my parents. That's what I'm trying to say, man. Yeah, absolutely. There is a, there is, I don't have it. There's a vitamin called NMN. Okay. Beta NMN, and you, should, you may want to consider it for giving to your mom. Okay, it's an amazing. Absolutely. It's a vitamin. Okay, it's a B. It's a derivative of B three. Okay, there. Are, so it's so mitochondrial respiration is key to this. Okay, so it's been shown, man. It has amazing effects. You know, I take all sorts of vitamins, and when you don't take that, you know, notice a big effect. But it's a naturally occurring B vitamin. It occurs in like cabbage and these things. Well, we know that supports mitochondrial respiration. It's a supplement that you can buy on Amazon until a couple of months ago. A prick at Harvard who's doing anti-aging, and he should be called a prick, David Sinclair, he went to the FDA and he filed an IND application. So now it's classified as a drug. And he told the FDA to remove the supplement off the shelves. Mm -hmm. You see, so the elites do not want you and I to actually have food. They, they're destroying the food. Well, keep us sick. Keep us sick. Keep us and make us die early. Yes. Right. So, so you have to just step back. When you see the reason that graph is so powerful is that, okay, this is a systems issue. Trump had time to change that curve. Did he know? Reagan had time. Did, did Obama know? They've been all driving that curve down. And why? Because they don't give a damn about working people. They see us as robots to be used and thrown away. And I am the only champion out there talking about this. Because I am from them. I'm not a Brahmin like freaking Vivek. I come from the lower caste of India who had nothing. I come from public school teachers who taught me all this stuff. I should be one of the elites now. I got four degrees from MIT. Why am I? I mean, what's wrong with me? Because I have this deep hatred and anger to these people because I believe ultimately a revolutionary is, uh, you know, driven by great feelings of love. These people have no love, man. They don't love you. I love you. I love where I came from. So when I see that graph, that pisses me off. 
And when I see Trump talking his bullshit, and that like, is why I mean I can sense the anger in you. Like you are, you should have anger. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you you call yourself I a, see it. I see it. dude, dude. Yeah. Go, go look at Christ. Seven days before Christ was crucified, he took a whip for the third time and he whipped the shit out of the Pharisees who were talking the words of God. So if you don't have anger, something is wrong with you. I have, yeah, I'm with you on that, and I agree with you on that. So let's say. To my audience, which most of them, 95% of them, I'm going to say 99% of them are, are Trumpsters. They back Trump. How are you going to persuade them to go with you? Well, we're already persuading them. I mean, you know how many Trumpsters we're winning over every day? And the, so here's the reality. there's Trumpster is a, a swarm, okay? It's a bunch of people. Among the Trumpsters are people who will never not be Trumpsters, okay? Right. The 30%, okay? Any group. The 50% are watching. Right, right now, they've never had someone expose Trump. If you see the tweet that we put out there, right? When I first put out that thing in 2021, I lost 20% of my audience. Fine. I'm not going to kowtow to them. But the the 80% that remain, you know, those guys get it. That's who I care about. And we're going to educate them. And that's who we should care about because the 20% who get it will convince the other 50%. Right now, you have the 30%, you know, ma manipulating the 50%. And the 20% here, they know something's wrong, but they don't have the theory. They don't have the guts. They don't have the knowledge. And that's what I provide them. And when they say, wait, wait a minute, Dr. Shiva's right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck's wrong with me? I'll give you an example. There's a guy who came to our town hall. Every Thursdays we host them, right? And uh, every Thursday we have our town halls um, and we do them twice, man. We have people from all over the world come. We do it at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. And people can go to vashiva.com slash orientation or then go to shivaforpresident.com slash town hall. So a guy came on yesterday, a very smart doctor from California, okay? And um, he had seen Joe Rogan's podcast with, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Kennedy. And he said, Dr. Shiva, I was so enthralled. I was going to Give my, I was going to give lots of money to Kennedy. You know, I have money and I was going to do lawn science. And then I saw your video. It popped up out of nowhere where I expose Rogan. And he goes, it took me two days. He goes, I couldn't sleep. I had cognitive dissonance. And then I realized I sat with my wife and everything you said was true. And I had to realize that did I care for my children? He became a truthful scholar and warrior. Same thing with Trump. We had a, a guy who went down to January 6th and saw what occurred and came back and he said, holy shit, Dr. Shiva, I saw your video and everything you say is true. So people, if they're honest and courageous, it requires both, will get it. People who are not courageous, they'll still be in that, but we are building enough of that 20% that will bring over the 50%. That's what I'm confident out of. So my running for president now, what is it doing? It's not Tweedledee and Tweedledum. It's not the obvious. They're saying, wait a minute, this look at my history. And, you know, you can go back to 1984. You'll see me burning the South African flag on the steps of MIT, challenging the MIT president. I brought in I organized the food service workers who are getting my entire history is like consistent fighting the establishment. So anyone can go dig anywhere. They go, shit, this guy's been fighting people since he was a child. So what do they want? One of us or one of them? That's the fundamental thing. And if you keep electing one of them or you keep following one of them, you're going to get that curve is going to go like this. OK, that's where it's headed. And, I, and I'm fascinated in learning your material. I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest. I want I want to learn your material. Dude, dude, uh, dude come on Thursday. We've created it yeah. because, look, George Soros, you know, that clown, 
He's the one who created the reflexivity theory. It's a, it's system science. All these guys know system science, man. And I want to, and what I do is we charge a very nominal amount because when I gave it away, no one wanted to do it. So he said a hundred bucks. And then if you take the course, you can give it to a million children, a thousand, the same thing. Cause we want people to be philanthropists. So I went to a small village in India and I gave it away to 1500 kids. Okay. So people need to understand the science of systems. And there are these nine principles. You learn them. You'll understand what a goal is. Truth, freedom, and health are the three foundational principles related to freedom is motion, conversion, and storage. These are three fundamental processes. So I've taken high-end MIT stuff, man, and I've made it accessible. That's what I'm proud of. We have a woman who does nails, was teaching a professor, teaching a PhD out of, out of a University of Chicago system science. So this thing like brings everyone to the same level playing field. And with this knowledge, people can say, oh, shit, I know what they're doing to me. Yeah. And I'm going to be a leader. So we have our Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior Program. And then we make people leaders. And we want, and then we give them tools. You see, we've created all these tools that they get flyers, they get posters. I mean, the simple thing we tell people offline, I, I tell people, go get this little bumper sticker and put it on the back windshield of your car because all of our people work for a living. And you put this up, 100,000 people will see this. And then we have these little cards people can get, you know, little business cards. You know, on the front of the card, it has a picture of me. And on the back of it has that graph, that little graph. And it has a QR code. You can drive people to town. Well, that's it. You can tell people, look, this is what they're doing to us. This is what happens when you vote for the lesser of two evils. Is this what you want to do? Now, if you're an adult, you want to do that. You're making a conscious decision to kill your children sooner. That's what you're saying. And so this falls on adults to be adults. And if you want to be a MAGA cult member and kill your kids, you're actually, and then you're talking about child trafficking and you care for children. Okay. I mean, you have to understand right. Trump hung around with Epstein. Kennedy hung around with Epstein. They all hung around with Epstein. Okay. How can you be a right-wing evangelical and know Trump banged all these people, okay, then gets off and you're still supporting him? You see, none of this stuff is so, there's no consistency. None of this adds up. None none of of adds up. And all these people who support, women who support Robert F. Kennedy, I mean, the guy was with his wife, his dear wife, banged 38 women, wrote a diary scoring all these women. His wife finds it. She says, I'm going to kill myself. And basically says, yeah, go ahead. She dies, kills herself, and then he brings in all the PR with a big casket, you know, in, in the Kennedy, whatever, cemetery, you know, bowing over. The next day, dude, he exhumes her coffin and buries it elsewhere. Do you understand how sick these fucking people are? I didn't even know that. Yes. I didn't even know that. Yes. That's pretty sick. Yeah, because they have PR. Go back to the history of the Kennedys. Joe Kennedy, a mm. mobster. John F. Kennedy was the biggest fucking asshole yeah, i know that he yeah. had fucking venereal disease and all sorts of shit he should never he was disqualified entering the navy he gets into the navy he drives these boats like a reckless fool he you know when the pt 109 disaster happened he was a blunder of world war ii the father got pr to make him a war hero this guy got us into almost got us killed in a nuclear war then he got us into vietnam you, you see these people are sick people what they have is what you and i don't have they have PR. They can make Charles Manson look like Jesus Christ. They're not one of us, man. And we have to get that through. And we have to, it's like, 
you're in an abusive relationship. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I like what I hear. And, uh, you know, I, I pride myself on being open-minded and, 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 and I'm very analytical and I like to look at things like you're showing. So everything you stated to me right now, I can't debate it. And I'm going to tell you that I, I, I urge my audience to look into this. Um, and, uh, I, and, and really go to Sheba's courses and learn about this. I am going to, cause I want to learn more. And, uh, she would, Dr. Shiva, I just, I just want to say thank you, man, because I leave, what I do is I leave my platform is for everybody. I let my audience decide and I leave it out like a buffet. They take what they want. They dismiss what they don't want. Um, and I think this was very crucial information for my audience. So yeah, what I want to do, Nino, is I would like to play, you know, you know, I don't know if you know, I have a degree in media also, and I work with a young man, gentleman, we, you know, we don't want, you know, what we tell people in our campaign, you can go to Shiva for president volunteer. If you want to donate, great. But you know what I do, you know, when people donate me money, you know what I do? I give them books. I give them the course. I give them stuff. I can never take money for nothing, man. It's just in my, you know, I, right. it doesn't feel right. Okay. So I always feel there's a reciprocity you have to do. It's a very ancient tradition. So I can't do that. So I want to, so I want to share with you the video that I and, you know, another guy put together. And this video yeah. will capture for your audience where I came from and who I am and how much we are interlinked. And these people have nothing to do with us, man. So let me play that for go you for because yeah, this will really sort of tie it up for people. Um, one second, let me just turn this off. Um, so let me play this video for you because it'll make it absolutely, it'll give you that... Uh, you know, it'll give you that perspective. And I think it's a very powerful video. Um, let me share my screen here again for you. Can you see this? That's my screen. Right. Yep. And let me now play this video for you. Uh, I think I I think I have the sound on. One second. I have to share the sound. You have to do one of those click out because the sound is on. Okay. So I think uh, your audience is going to like this because this really... And by the way, we make our own videos. We don't take other people's money and hire Madison. This is all done in-house, okay? So let me play this for you. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low-caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses and coding software. My friends and neighbors are blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14 year old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first US copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace by anybody. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remain safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter. I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not so obvious establishment across left and right. We were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. 
lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They printed trillions for their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science, lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up for truth, freedom, health. I've exposed their lies at the right time, never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure, the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement, to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people for the working people who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health to win back America, be part of this historic movement, all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Duray, the independent candidate for U.S. President. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray, and I approve this message, paid for by Dr. Shiva for President. You're uh, you're familiar with uh, Andrew Tate, right? I am. Yeah, I don't know him. Uh, I, well, just yeah, very he's, he's made a lot of waves on the internet, but he's always said, you know, yep. first they censor you, then they arrest you, and then they will kill you. I mean, are you? <laughs> you've already been censored. <laughs> I don't yeah, think well, they arrested you yet. Well, I mean, look, I mean, I've gone through my journey with these people, okay. And uh, but look, I did a I think someone asked me that. What would they and there's a whole video out there. What, what, what do you think about it? They'll kill you. Look, here's the bottom line. One way of killing people is to make you invisible. You say censorship. Yes. True invisibility. And that is what they have to contend with. But you have to also understand um, they, uh, uh, that these people are actually lazy. <laughs> They're used to doing things and they have great 
They despise us. They despise people like, no, this guy's actually working hard. What does he think he's going to do? He's a nobody. Da, 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 da. And that's good. Let them keep thinking that. But every individual, uh, I have great respect for working people. And I believe the human mind can absorb knowledge and it wants to absorb knowledge. And the way out of suffering, you know, way out of ignorance, is, uh, the way out of ignorance and suffering is through knowledge, you know? So one person that gets this is equivalent to like a million of their people who just right. wants a soundbite from Donald Trump speaking down to them at a fifth grade level. We bring people up, man. And those people have a huge effect on their people around them. And we keep, it's going to be just hard work, man. It's like planting a seed. You just got to keep doing it. But once that occurs, it hits a critical mass and it goes like that. Well, I'm open to having you on the show many more times if you're up for it. I mean, I, I find this was fascinating to me. I love learning about you, Dr. Shiva. You've opened my mind even further. I want to learn more about what you have to offer. And I suggest my audience does the same because I don't think there's knowledge is power, man. Knowledge is power. Period. I want to learn as much as I can. Yeah. So well, uh, you've opened my mind to a lot of things. And uh, uh, I would, man, if you're, if you're up for it, Dr. Shiva, I'd like to have you on, uh, you know, many more times throughout this. Yeah. One of the, one of the, Two things we'll do is one of the things you should get that swarm video and you should share it with your audience because you can even download it. It's totally open source. Get send it. it to me. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll have Heather send it to you. But what's good about that swarm video is in literally 10 minutes, people get the whole thing. They understand the principles. But yeah, get everyone on your audience to go to truthfreedomhealth.com. We have an open house every Thursday. They see people from all over the world. And what's really interesting right now, Nino, is in 2020, a lot of the people came to us were in an urgent situation. Oh my God, Dr. Shiva, I need help with vaccines or masks. But now the people that are coming are these very thoughtful people who've gone through the Trump stuff and they've gotten, who've gone through the Kennedy stuff, you see? So there's this very deep and from all backgrounds, okay? And it's really cool because those people are going to be amazing leaders because they're tired of the bullshit. They yeah, really they're tired. want- They're sick and yeah. tired of being sick and tired. Right, right. So, um, you know, there's a- uh, and, you know, those in power want people, um, you know, essentially to be in these very interesting camps, right? They want people to be, I'll show you this last graph. Um, it's a very simple systems graph, but it's on truthfreedomhealth.com. We go there. But, uh, you, know, you know, what we really created is a system. Truth, Freedom, Health is not just, when, you, when, you, when I use the word system, it's hard to describe what a system is because a system is many things. You follow? A system is not just any one thing. It's greater than the sum of the parts. Okay. So let me just show this to you. So, um, and, and this diagram will really explain to people. So if I go here, let me share here. Okay. So you can see this, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So I just have to do the same for the audience here. So let me share here. So if, if people can see this here everywhere. All right. So if you see this, so if you go to Truth for Health, what is Truth for Health? Well, it's a system. It involves courses. It involves technology. We run everything on our own data center. I've contributed my data center to this movement, okay? But fundamentally, what you realize is that we have about 400,000 people now globally, okay, in 120 countries. And this is without any advertising, man. And, and the cool thing is if people go to the site, they'll see the kind of people, it's electricians, homeschoolers, artists, right? Daycare directors, right? Um, and these are our, and then we have many, many examples of winning. This stuff works, right? It's why we won all the, those lawsuits. But fundamentally, what the elites have done is they, they feed us lots of information, right? You know, but information is not making people get more truth, freedom, and health. In fact, 650 million people are anxious and depressed. 51% of children feel hopeless now. 40% of people globally want to overthrow their governments. 
Two and a half billion people are now obese. In 10 years, half of the world's population is going to be obese. So it's not like all these videos are out there and people are getting healthier. And why is that? Because what's happening is information through the lens of ignorance and ignorance from a systems perspective is called reductionism. So if you have the big elephant and standing in front of you, you direct people just to the tusk of the elephant, right? And if you were just to feel the tusk, you think, oh, I'm touching a spear or the tail, it's a brush, right? But ignorance leads people to illusion and confusion. And eventually they get desperate. They said, oh, I'm just going to take a gun and shoot people, right? Well, complacency, right? There or, oh, I'm just going to go off and join an ashram. I'm going to be a monk. I'm going to just have my little garden, right? Or you and go to the ultimate goal is division. Right. Or left and right. So this is by design. And, and, and so, and the people doing this are not your obvious establishment. They have these agents, th these people are entertainers, Trump, Sadhguru, they'll find all these people. And the, and the, the way out of this is knowledge. Now, knowledge from a systems perspective is de very different than information. Knowledge is your ability to take a bunch of information and put it together so truth emerges. Okay. That's what knowledge is. And in order to do that, that's called the science of systems. So all these 10 to 20,000 people, man, they learn how to do that. So they have wisdom. And when you get wisdom, you get free. You become a free human being. You get active. You say, oh, I'm a hero. I'm going to be innovative. But it requires people to want to be what I say, their own gurus. Not, and start asking, what am I going to do? You know, how do I lead? How am I going to help my children? Not like, what's Trump going to do for me? You say? And in order to do that, right. I, I've created the system. And that system, you know, we have the courses, we have books we give away, we give everything, man. I have a tool that took me 20 years to create. You can apply this to figure out how your body, everyone's body is different. What foods you need are different than mine. So this actually calculates that for you using the systems approach. Um, we do special lectures, you know, once in two months, I taught people how to meditate. Then we did a whole lecture on cannabis, you say, uh, really going to the depths of this. Um, and then we teach, it's a learn, teach and serve model. You learn it for relatively nothing. The ethos is you got to teach 10 other people, okay? So people actually learn to teach. And then I do one-on-ones, and then we have a whole community. And then we get people on the ground, man, handing out flyers on vaccines or this. It's door-to-door. -door. Did you solely put this together, or did you have a team of people to put this together? No, I put this together. No, me and one other web developer. You know, I have a degree in design. So I do all my websites. What don't you have in a, deg a degree in? <laughs> I don't know, man. I have to do a lot of shit. I like doing stuff, you know? I have to be busy. But my point is... You know, you learn something. When you do a lot, you can do more. And when you do little, you do less. But you get efficient. But we have a, a very tight team of people, man. Every 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., all volunteers we meet. It's a serious operation we run. We run it like a Fortune 1000 company. And I built a quarter of a billion dollar company before, okay? So I'm taking all that organizational principles and bringing that professionalism in. But we have to build the movement. And we have it's built. Now we have to grow it. Anything well, short of that is we're just getting used, right man. I, I, I'm definitely interested. So you, you got me. You piqued my interest. And, uh, and, uh, and I, Dr. Shiva, I really want to thank you for coming on. Folks, did he persuade you? This is great. I, I thought this was one of my best interviews ever. Dr. Shiva, I want to say thank you very much for coming on. Well, Nino, first of all, thank you for um, being a human being and being courageous and having the, um, the uh, what I say, the fairness, you know? <laughs> Well, no, no, the fair, no, the fair, be, being, and being fair, you know, you know, because these people are not patriots, man. I mean, Tucker Carlson, uh, and, and no, but Tucker Carlson is selfish. Do you know all these conservative grifters are actually selfish? 
because they're afraid. Dude, they're, they're afraid to put me on because they know, holy shit, this guy's a real guy. He's going to take away my views. That's what they're afraid of. They don't. They're not caring about the country not, or people. I'm not threatened. But what it is for me is I'm trying to find truth, and that's what I pride myself on. Yeah. And and I'm taking my audience with me to discover this truth. And 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 I think you laid it out incredibly and very impressively. And and I got to say that. I'm going to be looking at it myself. So I suggest my audience does the same thing. And, you know, I take ego out of it, Dr. Shiva. I think ego gets into us. It gets us into a lot of trouble. I thrived on ego all my life with boxing. And that's what I was driven on, the ego glory and fighting in the ring and all that. And now I'm, I've grown up, <laughs> you know, and I, I see things very differently now. And, and, I, and I'm just after truth, not ego. Well, ultimately, you know, this is a, it's not an information war. It's a spiritual war at a deep level, but it's within us. You see, we have to go through a journey where we start respecting our own souls and ourselves. Right. Because once you come to that point, that is when you realize, why am I thinking that this guy with a golden plated toilet is going to help me? You see, you have to come to that conclusion. It is my fellow people who are in the 8 billion people we have to... But you came to that conclusion after 2020 with Trump. Well, with Trump, yeah. But I came to that conclusion when I was four years old. And, you know, India has a cast... I mean, he, had a, he had a golden toilet before 2020. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is with Trump, you gave him this chance. But you see, I don't hang around with people. You give him an opportunity, right? Because there are... It's, it's a rare opportunity. It's a very low probability. But then you put the pieces together. But see, I, you see, I grew up in India where when I was a child... Uh, four years old, I went to get a little glass of water from my, who I thought my, my friend was. And I go in to his home and the mother essentially uses the N-word equivalent to call me because we are the dark-skinned, lower-caste Hindus. This guy, Vivek, he's a fucking Brahmin, man. He's like, you might as well just put him as a, a like a white slave master in the Indian context, okay? Yeah. So these people have yeah. never had to suffer. So you won't find a lot of Indians like me. I connect more with everyday working people. He doesn't. OK, he knows nothing about everyday people. So they've in the last year, you've seen they put out a lot of these brown faces to take away this brown face, man. And so I have always connected. I grew up in New Jersey, man. Every All the people that I work with have taught me to lawnmow, to do landscaping, you know, and I was and I was a pretty, know, it's the same thing in Mexico, man. Yeah. The darker people are looked down upon. Exactly. The Spaniards. That's what I'm trying thing. to say. Yep. Yeah. It's the so, same exact thing. Right. So, you know, there is racism. To right. the concern, oh, there's no race. No, there is. Shut the fuck up. There is racism. Let's address it head on, right? <laughs> it so yeah, so yeah, one yeah. wing of the establishment uses race for manipulating people, which is the Democrats, and the other wing denies there's racism. The reality right. is there is a racism, and it's putting people in boxes, and when you get out of your box, you whack them up upside the head. You see, the reason these people don't like me, oh, you see, when people say, oh, Shiva's arrogant, because the typical, like Patrick, Bet David, another fool, is because I'm not being a good Indian. The Indian is supposed to wake and say, okay, okay, right. Thank you very much, right? That's how you're supposed thank to be. Thank <laughs> Thank you very much, right? And, you know, talk that, right? That's what you're supposed to do, but I don't do that. Like, I didn't believe the Gandhi bullshit, right? So I'm right. not a good Indian, and they they don't even know their own racism. If that's what it's really about, these people are, yeah. right? So if you're a blonde woman, you must be stupid. So they put them in their box, right? If you're Chinese, you must know Kung Fu, Right. If, so that's the racism. Right. Or you're good at math, right? Um, so anyway, man, it was good. <laughs> All right, doctor. Thank you for coming. Hey, you're welcome anytime, man. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do it more regularly. But let all your independent podcasters, friend, know I'd rather drive views to them 
Um, right. And everyday podcasters and these other people, they deserve it. And people are actually willing to learn and stand for their people. You know, the, you know, these, you know, we have to be loyal to our people, the 8 I billion people. You. Not Dude, the, I, Everything you said, I've not disagreed with. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's, I'm telling you, that's a lot to say there. I, I Martin, really you know, best to your you parents, did. you know, best yeah. to you with your struggle with your parents and, you know. Yeah, so I have to take off right now and go see my dad in the hospital. So. Okay. Dr. Shiva, thank you so much, man. Be well, man. Take God care. God bless you. Bye-bye. Right, God bless you. Bye-bye. Take care. Recording stopped. All right, everyone. That was my uh, interview um, with uh, Nino Rodriguez. He's a boxer. Um, and I hope this helped you because we have a huge opportunity right now. And the opportunities for you to let go of a lot of these illusions. And number one, here are the action steps. First action step. Very simple because we know people are busy. Go to shivaforpresident.com, donate, volunteer. The simplest thing you can do is order one of these bumper stickers. Put this on the back left of your car, back left, and order more than one. There's packs of 10. You know, we want millions of people with these bumper stickers. This is getting on the ground. One bumper sticker will be seen by 100,000 people in a day. So you do that, you're helping this bottom up movement. Number two, go volunteer. We need to be on the ballot in every state so you can volunteer. If you want to donate money, know that if you donate stuff, I can't take your money without giving you something. So you'll get courses, you'll get materials, you'll get the entire Truth Freedom Health system and more. So get involved in that. And those of you, just remember, every Thursdays, every Thursdays like clockwork, we do two important events, okay? At 11 a.m. and at 8 p.m., go to vashiva.com slash orientation or go to Shiva for pre so and then I do my town hall at 8 p.m. Shiva for president.com slash town hall. Come to those events and you will see amazing other people. You'll interconnect. You'll know that there's not only hope, but there's a lot of people who are working together. And then obviously go to truthfreedomhealth.com. You can contribute there. You can become a warrior scholar, take the course and give it away. Once you graduate, it's you know you can give away the course to hundreds, millions of kids, okay? It's free. You can give it away to as many people as you want. So get involved. Um, so I, I wish you all um, a, a good night. If you're some places, good afternoon. But for God's sake, get involved. This is a huge opportunity for us. It's time for us. It's time to shatter what I call the swarm and to grow our movement. And don't get into this fear, into this urgency. Oh, my God, I got to vote for one of these kids. No, you don't. You have a serious alternative here. You have one of you, one of us. Um, you can do things, get on the ground. And we've created an amazing uh, community here. So get involved. All right, everyone, I wish you and all uh, very well. Be the light. Best to you and your families. Be well.